Oh my god, hey guys, well, so I have been gone for god knows how long, like, damn near a month, I'm gonna have to assume, hell, maybe even longer than that, uh, but, uh, I will just have to catch you guys up a little bit, I guess, um, episode might be a bit long, because I'm catching you guys up on so much, anyway, so, uh, let's just start off with the first week I came back, um, back to the shelter, so, I came back, and me and Avia Vlock are not friends anymore. Don't ask what happened. It, it was a... We got into a fist fight <laughs> with all of her friends and all of my friends. Um, anyway. Uh, moving on from that, we, we're not anything anymore. We, I hate her. She doesn't care about me. So, actually, I don't know what she thinks about me. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say that she doesn't care because I don't know. But anyway, uh, so um, when I got back to the shelter the first day, me, Papa, and uh, this. Uh, okay, so so <laughs> I'm an idiot. I forgot who was walking with me to the shelter. Um, so it was me, Papa, and Alicia because Alicia and me are friends again. Alicia and I. Uh, so anyway. Because uh, obviously it's not in the group anymore. So, uh, Alicia came back in. So, anyway, it was me, Papa, and Alicia, and we were all walking together. Um, luckily, Avia dropped out of the shelter ever since we started hating each other. I just realized that I make so many enemies. <laughs> and you guys were along, along the ride just to see how many enemies I can make. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Alright, so... Uh, I was walking to the shelter. Anyway, can I get to the point? No, I can't. Uh, so I was walking to the shelter, uh, and um, I got there. Okay. Usually Jeremy walks with me, so I was kind of um, curious to see why Jeremy wasn't walking because he usually, like, not just usually, he always gets up a lot earlier and kind of just like says that he sits at home and waits for us. And we just text him. He says, "Okay, I'll, I'm coming." And he did. He said, "Okay, I'm coming." So I decided, you know, he's probably just, like, at the shelter and maybe got caught up doing something. We shouldn't worry about that. So I brushed it off, you know, as just him doing Jeremy stuff. <laughs> you know, Jeremy stuff. Uh, so, um, we, got, we got to the shelter, and now Papa works, but only one day there. Every Monday, he goes to the shelter. Uh, and so we were just kind of talking, all three of us, uh... And since it's break, we are currently on uh, a break at school. Alicia is able to come by every day she wants uh, until school comes back around. Since we don't really have rules as to who you can and can't bring bring to the shelter, as long as you know they're human, <laughs> human or dog. Uh, anyway, so um, I got there and I couldn't find Jeremy. Uh, but once again, I thought, you know what, he's probably just, like, looking for his keys, maybe he lost them or something, or maybe he's trying to find a ride, or lost his phone, something along those lines. So, we worked, all three of us. Um, we gotta take care of the kitten, since people still are not coming around to get it. No one has responded. Ruth said that we should just give up, um, give up hope. Because uh, no one's coming around, and she and I was like, Ruth, are you just wanting the kitten for yourself? And she said, Maybe. <laughs> she, she's like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's just Ruth. 
So, um, yeah, anyway. We were working, and Ruth was getting super duper close to the kitten. The kitten was really starting to open up to us much more than it had before. Um, the kitten, this is she, by the way. So, anyway. <laughs> um, so she was opening up to us a lot, so that's really good. Mm. Jeremy, about two hours later, I was starting to get worried because Jeremy really like, still wasn't there and usually he'd text or call me if he's sick. And so I decided to text him because I have phone anxiety from when I'm like calling someone. Uh, so I texted him and he didn't answer. I was like, oh my god, not another missing Jeremy. <laughs> Y'all, Jeremy's always going missing. <laughs> We're just like trying to find him on the podcast. <laughs> Is this what the podcast has become like? Oop, sauerkraut, and milk, and Whitney are all caught into a love triangle. Drama happens, sauerkraut chooses so-and-so over the other one. Oh, Bonnie and Henry, drama fight. Ruth, <laughs> Ruth, Anne and I, drama fight. Drama fight. Kitten, Jeremy just went missing. That's literally the entire podcast. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm actually having like a midlife crisis right now because I just realized that my entire podcast just Jeremy went missing drama between a love triangle drama between two people who hate each other make up happy end oh my god this is insanity (laughs) okay well this might spice things up a little tiny bit I guess um kind of maybe so anyway I I decided to wait a couple more minutes. Then I had Ruth try and call him. Well, I didn't have her. Uh, she just decided to do it. Um, he didn't answer. My God, tale of the missing Jeremy once again. It's always having happens. Uh, and so uh, we decided that he probably lost his phone, and that's why he wasn't at work. He was looking for it. Uh, and that's why he wasn't talking to us or calling us or anything. So that whole entire day was just that, basically, Anne and I getting into little fights. Occasionally, me threatening to remove her from the workplace, even though I know damn well I'm not going to do that ever. Uh, and then, just, you know, normal dog stuff. Sauerkraut kind of gets gone to a little bit of a fight, heated fight with Henry. I guess it was heated, not really. I mean, just kind of like, it did get physical, but... Uh, that's all that really happened that day, so nothing much. Uh, so anyway, sauerkraut was... So it was the next day in the morning, uh, and sauerkraut was looking kind of sad-ish, I guess. I, was, I, I thought that maybe he was, like, um, a bit worked up after the fight, maybe, but they always have fights like that. And usually, hell, if anything, that makes him happier, like, ready to go back and show him who's boss, you know. That's just a sauerkraut way of life. Um, but yeah, so he was looking kind of sad. I tried to cheer him up with everything I had. And I was like, hey, you know, you don't have to go to the shelter with me. I just kind of put him in my heated blanket. Uh, kind of gave him some, like, dog food, a drink, uh, a bowl of water, you know, to just, like, calm him down a bit. And then I decided that I'd go back home in like an hour every couple of hours to check on him because you know i'm an overprotective mother over my son so uh i got to work still no jeremy tail the missing jeremy 
this best not become a meme tale of the missing Jeremy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I, anyway, uh, so I stopped by Jeremy's house, um, and you know, as y'all, you guys already know, I am terrified of his parents ever since the whole Jeremy situation happened. His literal dad threatened to stab me and Avia. Well, I don't know what he was threatening, but what he was threatening to do, but it was definitely a threat. Um, and so I was scared. But yeah. So, uh, you guys already know how much I hate going there. And if you haven't seen the, um, episode where that happened, it's called, uh, something with, uh, extreme special at the end of it. So yeah, just any, any one of my podcast episodes that end with extreme special, that's the one in case you want to care about that. So, sorry, I'm eating cookies. (laughs) But anyway, uh... I knew that his parents were at home, and I know I said that exact same thing when his parents were home, and that's when I almost died, um, because Jeremy's insane father, uh, not to, uh, be rude to Pablo, I don't actually, his name is not Pablo, I called him Paul last episode, the last time I mentioned him, I called him Paul, and now he's Pablo, I don't know why, but I guess his name's gonna have to be Pablo until I forget it and think of another name with a P. But yeah. So anyway, I went to his home and he wasn't there. Tale of the missing Jerry. This happens every time he goes missing. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this is... I'm sorry, I'm just confounded. I'm absolutely confounded when I realize that this is all my podcast is. <laughs> oh my god, Wow. It's just, like, a a slightly different story every time. (laughs) Either way, Pablo's insane. Maria, I forgot what I called his mom, but I'm just gonna call her Maria. Maria is also insane. Uh, And insane Jer Bear parents, and then Jeremy goes missing. We're already ten minutes in, and I have not gotten to the point whatsoever. Well, he's missing, that's kind of the point. Anyway... So yeah, he was missing, <laughs> and I went to his house, he wasn't there. That's basically the only thing we I've said in ten minutes this whole entire time. Okay, wow, alright. I, it's almost eleven minutes, wow. So, uh, anyway, I tried to call him again, you know, da-da-da, he didn't answer. I was starting to get scared, a bit worried. Um, I didn't know where Jeremy could be. Uh, so, I, I just, I had, I had to tell everybody at the shelter to keep an eye out for Jeremy, because uh, I obviously am worried. Like, I've said that a million times, but it's true. So, um, they were like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll keep an eye out for him. Why don't you guys go over to his, like, why don't you go over to his house again? And when his parents are home, because he could be with his parents. But I'm like, my, my PTSD came back (laughs) to when I almost died because of his insane father. So I was just like, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe Ruth could go over (laughs) the hell. Because I don't know if maybe he'd recognize me, but yeah. Huh. So anyway, Ruth decided, yeah, sure, I'll go over. So she said that she'd go over. I <laughs> I would like to repeat myself. Just 
say it in a different way every time. That's literally what this podcast is. <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, Ruth went over, and this is basically the whole story she told me. Um, Shirley is gone. Uh, Ruth is currently, um, not at the shelter, but I'm gonna have to give you exactly what she told me. I wish Shlee was here every day so you could just be, like, a reoccurring guest on the podcast. Because you guys really seem to like uh, the podcast episodes that have Shlee in it. Those tend to get um, the most listens. So, a lot of people apparently like Shlee. So, I'm gonna... um, Ever since I've been putting featuring Shlee in the title, people have been listening more and more. So, wow, I can see who the favorite is. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, yeah, anyway. So, uh... I saw a bird. Anyway, that was cute. <laughs> so, um, Ruth went over, and this is basically the story she told me. Obviously, it's not word for word. I'm just saying what I remember from my memory. She said that she, that she, I've been saying she too much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she said that she knocked on the door. You know, his parents seemed very nice and respectful. They are not. That was very anticlimactic. I expected a massive bang, ow, because I'm currently walking outside, you know, uh, also, weirdly enough, people happen to like when I'm walking outside, too, because I'm more, like, energetic when I'm walking outside, apparently, like, I don't know, I've just been told that by, like, one person, and so I'm just going off of, yeah, you all like it so much better when I walk outside, no, probably, you guys don't care at all, oh, Ow. Yeah, I hate walking outside because I get cold and it hurts. So I'm going back inside. I'm wobbling. <laughs> I meant to say waddling. So anyway, uh, sorry, there are people at the shelter still early. That's Anne and um, Ruth. They're actually having a civil conversation rather than an argument right now. Kind of an argument since Ruth just insulted her the second I turned on the mic. But, you know, uh, anyway. So, uh, Ruth said that his parents seemed very nice and respectful. They're not fucking not. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, but, uh, um, uh, so she had a co- little conversation about them, uh, with them. And she asked what happened with Jeremy and where he is. He lives at his parents' house, by the way. So anyway, uh, um, his mom said a whole, a whole complete, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is just, it's kind of making me mad, so I have this little ball on my shirt, and I'm just kind of, like, twisting it around. Anyway, so, uh, this is kind of, like, it's a weird episode, trust me, it's very weird. So, anyway, uh, his mom said that he got into a little accident, and that she couldn't remember what hospital he was at, and we were all, like, well, I was super worried when, uh, 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 Ruth told me about that, but anyway, so, Ruth was like, oh, uh, do you remember what hospital he was at? Wait, I just said that, that she didn't remember what hospital he was at, oh my god, <laughs> and she's like, no, but, like, I can, um, email you the, uh, name of the hospital so you guys can visit him, uh, and just check in real quick, and so, she said you guys, and that just made, made it, I didn't think anything of it at the time when she said you guys, even though Ruth was the only person there. And as far as they knew, no one had told Ruth to go over here. Now, that seems innocent enough, but, you know, 
it's never it's it's never innocent on the podcast except we had that one wholesome episode yeah So, um, anyway, eventually Ruth did get the email, um, about what hospital Jeremy was at. So, we knew where the hospital was, obviously. Um, it wasn't too close by the shelter, but, you know. Anyway, so we decided to go see if we can pay him a visit. So, we went to the hospital, and they said, no, Jeremy. Tail the missing Jeremy. But yeah, anyway, so, uh, we are like, oh my god, wow, I know she ain't trying to send us on a goose chase right now, that best have been a mistake. If it ain't, then I'm actually throwing hands, like, legit no joke, I'm gonna throw some hands. If she is, like, purposely telling us the wrong info about Jeremy, because she's a psychotic woman. So anyway, uh, so... Ruth talked to her about that, took her forever to respond, and they were kind of like both emailing back and forth. Anyway, so, uh, Ruth said that that was the wrong hospital, because they said that Jeremy wasn't there, you know? Uh, sorry, I just broke something, I think? Oh, no, no, it's okay. Anyway, right at the moment, I thought I broke my headphones. Uh, anyway, so, uh... Jeremy's mom, she said, uh, well, she was at work when they were talking to each other, and she said that she must have gotten the wrong, um, place, but when she called the hospital, Jeremy was there, so we were like, okay, well, how about you, what other hospital could he be at? Maybe he got it wrong, and she was like, no, that's specifically the place I called, and so Ruth asked how she knew what place to call, if Jeremy was in the hospital, and, you know, unless, like, she was the one that put him in the hospital, and she said, oh, yeah, I am the one that put him in the hospital, like, why didn't you tell us that? That could have been of use. That's some good information right there. So, she was like, oh, well, you know, I don't really have to tell you guys, you guys, both of you, you guys, anything. We still were not picking up on the you guys instead of just, I don't have to tell you anything. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of giving away what happens, but you know, still. So anyway, we are like, okay, well, they said he wasn't there, so what should we do? She said, oh, you know, I'll just call again. A couple hours later, she said that she called and uh, there was no Jeremy. So we decided, you know what, I'm tired of this. We went to the exact same hospital, uh, and we asked one of the staff or something, staff, I'm an idiot, (laughs) you know, like, one of the people who work there, um, receptionist, sorry, we asked the receptionist, I can't talk, receptionist, if she'd gotten any, if the hospital had any calls from, and we said his mom's name, um, I have his number, and I have his mom's number, Because, you know, that one time when we had her phone, but that's not the reason why, but you know, still. I still have her number, um, and so yeah, I gave them her name and number, and they said, no, we haven't gotten any calls, and we were like, oh my god, why is she lying to us? Is she really just trying to do something here? Like, 
I've obviously been watching too much TV, too much anime, because I thought, you know what this insane woman is doing? She's trying to lead us to a trap, boy, so she can eat us. I don't know why I did that accent. I genuinely thought, though, that she was trying to kidnap us or something. That says something about her. It really does. I just saw a frog. Maybe it's a toad, I don't know. It was a big frog. Probably a toad, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry, I just, I'm obsessed with toads and frogs. I love them so much. They're like my new favorite animal. They're not even an animal, but my, they're my favorite animal. They're my favorite thing in the world at this point. Um, I've been getting a lot of people saying that toads and frogs are animals, I know, but they're my favorite non-human, okay? They're, they're non-humans. I Sorry if you hear me walking. And it's, if you hear fire, crackles, and rain, actually, it's kind of soothing. I'm walking on crunchy leaves. Um, there's the fire crackles in the background that you might hear sometimes when I walk past it in some rain. Uh, that's because it's gently sprinkling and we have a fire going right now. I'm at the shelter and we always do um, fiery, like fire stuff when it's raining. So anyway, uh, so we decided to play along with this crazy woman while also trying to find out where Jeremy was. Turns out we didn't really have to try that hard because the next day he came to the shelter. We told him all about what happened and Jeremy said, yep, I know, she told me not to come to the shelter today, but I went anyway. And, and we were like, okay, but what does your mom actually, why does your mom actually hate us? And he was like, well, I mean, he did, you guys kind of did break into our house and we we're like, fair. But yeah, you know, I, I would probably hate someone that breaks into my house too. But yeah. And so I was like, okay, but like, dude, why would she not want you to go to the shelter? Like, obviously to keep you away from us, but like, it's a good way to make money. You're doing something productive. You're helping dogs out, you know? Does she not like dogs? And I was like, and, and Jeremy said, no, no, no. She's evil, but not that evil. <laughs> and and um, so I asked, hey, by the way, why weren't you at the shelter that one day? And he was like, oh, you know, just because my mom said I couldn't go anywhere. She said that if I had to go do anything, she'd do it for me because she needed to know that I'm not at the shelter. And so I said, so Jeremy said that he said um, that he needed something from the store. I forgot what it was. Uh, something useless. <laughs> um, but apparently, oh, it was some medicine. Uh, some medicine and some food, you know? And so he said that his mom was at work and he wanted to talk to me about the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, can we call you? Because you're not kind of, you're kind of like not even answering your calls. And he was like, yeah, my mom's like not letting me like, well, she is letting me call people, but like she's not letting me, well, oh my God, I don't know how he phrased it, but in a nutshell, he basically said that his mom is letting him call people, uh, but she's gonna be like seeing whoever he calls. See, I told you, I told you, this is the type of person. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything bad about Jeremy's mother, but psychopath, psychopath, what a goddamn psychopath. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, I was like, oh Jesus Christ, okay. So how are we gonna talk? And, he, and um, then Ruth chimed in. So we have these Chromebooks. You know, we have these uh, computer Chromebook thingies that we get to take home and take, they're from school, we get to take them home. We have them at home and we do like all our, well not all of it, but like, you know, we have the homework we do on the computer, then the homework that's like paper. And we have to do it every day. 
So we have to do both the homework on the computer and the homework on the paper. So we get the Chromebooks every day. <laughs> You're annoying with this. And we all can like message each other. There are Gmail things that are obviously in the Chromebook. All Chromebooks have it. Even though it's like a school thingy run by the school. Um, the teacher said that we're allowed to like talk about homework. But we're not allowed to cheat because they can see everything we write. So we just all decided to root while ruth came up with the idea she said hey guys why don't we just talk on our chromebooks and <laughs> me and jeremy just look like absolute retards just like oh <laughs> but yeah so we decided that it'd be a good idea to talk on the chromebooks even though the teachers can see everything we do but you know we are never ever getting like in trouble we've never once gotten in trouble before <laughs> For um, talking about non-homework and non-school related things, me and my friends mostly just like share memes. We don't even <laughs> we don't even talk. We just send memes. Honestly, like legit, genuinely all we ever do. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Jeremy, the plan was basically that Jeremy would pretend that he quit going to the shelter uh, and pretend that he blocked us, and he's not even gonna pretend to block us. Like he will physically block us physically show his mom that we are blocked on his phone but then he'll say whenever it's time to do homework he'll give us a little like check-in and talk to us and we can have like our daily thing you know it's gonna be hard doing long distance but we do go to school um but i mean like just on the weekends we won't be able to see each other hang out or do anything like that we can still talk together um and we can go on zoom to have like this uh, FaceTime thingy, but obviously these teachers are gonna see and kick us off, so that's a bad idea. Um, we tried, it didn't work, we had to do, to do that, and one of our teachers, I kid you not, went on our live meeting while we were all just, like, screaming in laughter <laughs> with each other, and, uh, she came on and said, you guys can't be doing this, and that's it. She just, like, deleted the live meeting, and we were all, like, scared. <laughs> now, see, the thing with Gmail is, on the Chromebooks, you have to like refresh the whole entire page to see if anyone responded. You can't see when they're online. You can't. You don't get a, like a notification. Now this is just my Chromebook. I don't know about you guys because I don't have like a Chromebook aside from school. I mostly just like use my PC or like my phone or something or my tablet. Um, I because you know I feel like I only really need my PC, phone, and tablet. I feel like that's more than enough for me to be happy with. Um. I sound poor. <laughs> I sound so poor when I say that. But it's true. Um, I sound like one of those fake, humble people. Like, mm, you know, I, only, I only need an iPhone to be happy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll stop. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the problem here. Um, so it's pretty difficult. It's kind of hard to communicate because it's not like texting. You don't get notifications. You have to refresh the page to see if anyone has ever even responded. So that's why we rarely ever used it. Only ever sent memes <laughs> to each other. Mostly we sent Sassy Shrek. Sassy Shrek is our inside joke. We photoshopped Shrek to make him look sassy. I don't even know why I'm bothering to explain. This has literally nothing to do with anything that happened. We went from, like, Jeremy's mom's a psycho. She's trying to eat us and kill us and kidnap us and stuff to Sassy Shrek. Here's how you make Sassy Shrek. Oh, my God. I kid you not. I was going to go on a whole entire rant if I didn't stop myself then. Ooh, I need to stop with Sassy Shrek. Anyway, so, uh... 
Jeremy said that whenever he has time at school, he's going to do that thing that Papa and Avia did. Remember what I said? How they were able to, like, go to the shelter at school times? Because he said that he'd miss his dogs, you know? And don't worry, you guys. We are equally splitting and taking care of the dogs. None of Jeremy's dogs are on inside. But, yeah, anyway. So, uh, I, um went to school at this time i was still friends with avia Volok. i hate that woman so much anyway so uh it was at the time we were still friends with each other and so we told her about the whole thing and as you guys all know she hates jeremy because she's sad pathetic and has no life anyway <clears throat> and she was like oh good so he's not working with you guys anymore and i can come over at the shelter and we were like nope 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 no, no, he's still going to go to the shelter, at the, except it's at, like, the same hours that you can go. Because you go at lunch, and he goes at lunch, and recesses and stuff. And for anyone wondering who takes care of the dogs uh, at the shelter when we're, like, at school, we do have the option to, like, uh, give them back to their owners for a little bit. Or if their owners can't do that or they just don't feel like they want to or anything, we do have like substitutes like family members or just like people offline that we can trust, like off of Craigslist and stuff. But yeah, so we do have people, but except like we rarely ever see them. The only time we ever really talk is like online or when, you know, they're meeting new different dogs or something like that and stuff like that, you know? So don't worry, we, we do not neglect the dogs when we're away. I would never, no one, none of us would ever. Jeremy would never. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> anyway, back on track. Let's get back on track here. Mm. Uh, so me, Jeremy, Avia, Anne, and Ruth were all at the shelter. Avia and Anne, how come all the evil people just like their names have an A in the beginning? Avia and Anne. My my middle name is Anne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's awful. That's probably why I can be half evil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, we were, basically everyone was at the shelter that day. Uh, and we were all just kind of talking about, well, aside from Anne, of course, Anne was discluded from the conversation because she doesn't deserve to be in our conversation. No one, no, no one that's not in our circle just, uh, decide deserves oh my god i cannot talk today at all ever deserves to be in the conversation so anyway we're talking about how we can like fix this and what what is going on with jeremy's like mom trying to like make us go to all these random weird hospitals well just one hospital she could send us on like this wild goose chase just to make us like upset or mad or something but she chooses not to. She chooses to just say, oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm certain, 100% certain that it's just this one hospital. If she said, oh, sorry, never mind, I made a mistake, it's da-da-da, another hospital, then I might just believe her. In fact, I probably would, because I'm stupid like that. I'd say, oh, really? That's okay. Honest mistake. And then I'd spend, like, a m <laughs> not a month, but, like, an hour just trying to find Jeremy, not realizing, oh, hey, she's trying to mess with me. Okay, but yeah, so she, uh, Ruth decided to tell, uh, Jeremy's mom something that would obviously be a lie. She knows that Jeremy is well, safe, and fine, and happy. Jeremy told us this. He goes home every day. Uh, his mom knows that he's never been to the hospital. 
Um, he does have a cold, but he's had that. That's why he needed the medicine. So, yeah. I was worried about that, and Jeremy said, oh, no, 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 it's just for the cold I've been having. Don't worry, he did get tested for COVID. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, like, this, like, fever cold thing. Um, people hate when I say fever cold fever cold thing because is it a fever or is it a cold i feel like they're very similar except they're like opposites <laughs> anyway so uh she knows that he's healthy aside from cold she knows that he's fine has never been to the hospital so we told his mom something that would clearly obviously be a lie so just kind of like see how she would respond or what game she would try to play with us this time and so ruth said hey jeremy just recently uh well we found jeremy at the hospital by the way um this is not word for word every time i'm quoting somebody i'm just like basically off the top of my head trying to remember what they said you know um i pride myself on having a bad memory (laughs) i was gonna say i pride myself on having a pretty good memory so that's why i said prad memory because you know i just have the average person's memory it's good and it's bad um, my friends have this inside joke that I have amnesia. Um, it could be true. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't, maybe, perhaps, I, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, my brain just went soggy for a minute. I don't know why I said soggy. Soggy is like the most disgusting word ever. Who even made the word soggy? When I think of soggy, I think of like wheat that have been dipped in like cold water that you're just like kind of forced to eat in like your kidnapper's basement. Why am I always thinking about kidnapping? And why the hell did I just go on another random rant this time about soggy wheat? Um, anyway. But you. D- or like, ooh, bread dipped in water and just kind of like, you know, when you smush wet bread in between your fingers. Oh, God, that feeling you get. That's how I feel when I say the word soggy. I don't know why. That's just what I think of when I think of soggy. Anyway, so what am I talking about? <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. Um, that's how my brain felt because I can't remember anything forever. Forever. So, yeah, anyway. Uh, who you um, told... Uh, Jeremy's mom basically uh, that we saw Jeremy at the hospital um, and he said that he'd be able to go back to the shelter soon and so obviously Jeremy is not at the hospital and his mom and he his mom knows that he's not ever going back to the shelter at least that's what she thinks doesn't really quote unquote know but yeah so anyway uh, Jeremy is usually um well, his lunch hours, because we all we both go to different schools, um, we live pretty far away from each other, but we still go to the same shelter, because we're close but far, you know? But I mean, anyway, so, uh, Jeremy and I go to different schools, so his lunch hours are slightly different, so, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, uh, hard, um, but then when he came, wait, did I tell you? Oh my god. So then when he came back to our school... Um, cause he had to transfer. Did I not tell you guys about that, like, f- four, five months ago? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so dumb, I'm actually retarded. He was like, wow, you guys have lunch really late. Am I not gonna be able to see the dogs? And we were like, no, 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 don't worry, Jeremy. We have lunch at, I thought, a normal time. 12.45? I, I don't know, I always thought that that was just, like, the normal time. But yeah, ever since COVID happened, it's been at like 
12.45, it used to be at 11. Anyway, random moment, I don't know why. I'm starting to sound like Amberlynn Reed. I've been watching too many compilations. People who don't know what I'm talking about, who don't know who Amberlynn Reed is, are going to be so confused. But I keep saying situation type deal. Or like random little moment right there. Ooh, I'm so quirky. <laughs> oh god, I hate when I talk like her. I need to stop with the goddamn compilations. Anyway, ow, I just stubbed my toe. <laughs> I'm out of breath talking about Amberlynn Reed and then saying that I stubbed my toe. I don't know why that's so funny to me in the rain. Oh. <laughs> After talking about how Jeremy's mom wants to kidnap me. Oh, anyway. So, yeah. Um, Jeremy's mom responded to that obvious lie. Uh, and she said, oh, that's it. Like, a couple seconds later, oh, okay, tell him that he shouldn't go back to the shelter because of his leg injury. And we were like, okay, we'll tell him that, yeah! Like, <laughs> oh wow. And so, um, we told Jeremy all about everything. We were messaging on Gmail. Uh, and suddenly his mom started, like, responding to us and kind of, like, starting conversations saying, you guys, not just you, because she's talking to Ruth, not all of us. She said, you guys, I found out a bit more about the hospital Jeremy's at and we were like oh yes is she finally gonna say that he's at a different hospital what would be another lie it truly would but you know uh it would be a better one than what she's already been saying I mean she already dug the hole too deep for herself we all already clearly know that uh Jeremy is like um fine she should know that we know Jeremy's fine since we like, go to the same school sometimes. That's something that confuses people. But, yeah, we do go to the same school sometimes. Since he's in, like, uh... Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this is hard to explain. Basically, I'm I'm gonna try to explain Jeremy's situation here. So, Jeremy goes to a different school than we do when he's with his dad. When he's with his mom, he goes to the same school that we do. Because they live pretty far away from each other. He was still able to make it... Uh, and, I mean, like, his actual, like, dad-dad, not, like, Paul, the stepdad guy, but, I mean, that, like, the crazy, psycho-insane one, I mean, like, the cool one, his actual, like, dad-dad, that lives, I don't know, I think in Arizona, I don't know why I just dragged the A on so long, I was trying to think, I don't know, somewhere that starts with an A, maybe Arizona, Alabama, I don't know, (laughs) two completely different places, but, yeah, somewhere that starts with an A. I, most likely it's Arizona. Anyway, so, because his dad ain't, ain't willing to drive two, three, four, five, three hours to, just to bring Jeremy, drop him off at school, okay? He would much rather just go to a different school. But obviously that's pretty hard because of the work he has to do at one school. And you may be thinking, why doesn't he just do homeschooling? Well, because he's Jeremy. <laughs> he's Jeremy, so he's not going to do homeschooling because he's petty like that. <laughs> also, his dad is like a, f- like a total freak when it comes to school. Like, he cannot do homeschooling. So anyway, um, it, so that's why he goes to like two separate schools. Just to clarify the confusion because, you know, 
I thought it was confusing at first, and to this day, I still barely understand it. But yeah, that's the best explanation I can give to y'all. So anyway, um, at the times Jeremy does go to our school instead of the school he usually goes to, uh, his second school, we do get to talk to each other, hang out, and see each other. And Jeremy's mom should know this. She, she, so we talked, and we were like, okay, she most likely, obviously, Ashley, obviously most likely knows that Jeremy is fine. We know that Jeremy is fine. So why the hell is she keeping up with our lies? And I was like, wait, wait, maybe, Ruth, you know how we were, like, trying to keep up with her lies? And just, like, pretending we didn't know she was lying? And Ruth was like, oh my god, yeah, to see what, like, she was going with this. And I was like, oh my god, okay, cool. Except, the thing is, we aren't going anywhere with this. We just want to see where she's going with this. So maybe it's all pointless, and maybe I should tell the podcast about it, because it's just, like, boring. (laughs) Wow, I was wrong! (laughs) Anyway, and Ruth was like, yeah, sure, don't even, we don't even have to tell the podcast. We can just, like, maybe keep going. I don't know, we should try to give up. We could try to keep, you know, just, like, seeing where this will lead us, but probably nowhere. And I was like, you know, I agree. We ain't getting anywhere here. So we just stopped responding to her, uh, and she kept leaving us messages. Jeremy said that uh, his mom was actually talking to him about how she was talking to us uh, all the t- all that time. And Jeremy said that he pretended to be all shocked, like, what? Why, why were you talking to those evil people? Mom, no! Um, yeah, I'm jumping, and so what about it? Anyway, I know, it's really, it's gonna be, re- like, really annoying. <laughs> I'm, I might stop if it gets too bad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Jeremy's mom said, well, they wanted to know just, like, why you were never going to the shelter. And I just told them, you know, that you didn't want to anymore. And I didn't want to make it sound too obvious that you know that they're evil people. I don't know why she thinks we're evil people, but I, uh... Probably because that one time, remember, when we snuck into Jeremy's house? Uh, sh- I don't think anyone, aside from the people that I told, know about it. Well, duh, obviously. Um, but you know what I mean. Anyone out of my friendship circle, like, not any of their parents or anything? I didn't tell my parents. Do you? <laughs> I don't know why I just said, did you? <laughs> Am I losing my mind? Uh, I'm going insane, Okay. Cool, that, that's all fine. We fine, we go cheat, we chill. So, uh, anyway, uh, Jeremy said, oh, okay, well, you should tell them that I don't want to talk to them anymore. They are kind of ignoring me at school, so I don't see why they would want to, uh, ask how, like, I'm doing, or see me, or whatever he said, uh, And his mom, he said that his mom was just kind of, like, standing there. And then she said, oh, well, you know, I don't know, he didn't make that noise. I don't know why he just made that noise. Well, you know, they're just kind of, like, picky and nosy, I guess. But you should ignore them if they're ignoring you. See, that just proves how evil and rude and mean they are. And Jeremy's like, sure, Mom. I'm not going to try and talk to them. I mean, I'm. it's not like I am, but they're just, like, not coming up to me. 
And so that day his mom sent us yet another message um, asking if, like, why we are ignoring him and why we lied about him at the hospital. And so Ruth and I came up with just another, yet another lie. And we said, no, we already told you that. He said he was coming back from the hospital. Uh, but obviously this is uh, yet another lie. Oh, so obviously he'd be at school. Obviously, no, yeah, this is, a, this is yet another lie. <laughs> Um, and she knows that this is a lie, okay? She is well aware that we are lying. That's our whole entire point. Uh, and she was like, okay, but why are you ignoring him at school uh, if you're so worried about him? And I, and so me and Ruth both said, now obviously she thinks she's just messaging Ruth. We thought she thought that she was just messaging Ruth. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we were like, oh, well, you know, um... He's just been kind of, like, like, ignoring us, so we decided he's, like, mad at us or something. I don't know what we did, so maybe if you could tell us if you've been saying anything. So we thought that this would possibly, like, you know, get an answer as to why she hates us most, well, hates all of us so much. And she was like, I don't have to tell you anything. He's not said a word, except that you two are evil. And obviously, Jeremy is not saying that we are evil, <laughs> you know, um... Yeah, right? Like, I am his girlfriend and his best friend. You know, we're all like his best friends. So, he's clearly not saying that we're... Um, so yeah, he's clearly not saying that. Um, sorry, I have to sniff. Yeah, sorry, anyway. Um, my sinuses are clogged right now. Um, because it's raining and wet outside, so I've caught a cold. <laughs> Just like Jerry. Anyway, I feel like, no, Jeremy has, like, a fever because he's been sick for a while now. And I just got sick because, you know, the weather. Anyway, so, uh, we decided that we were going to ask, like, you know, well, can we talk to him? Because, like, we don't want him to be mad at us if we didn't do anything. And she was like, oh, no, you obviously did something. He hates you guys. And we're like, oh, my God, no, he doesn't. You do. And so we kept, we were persistently asking. We said, okay, well, what what do you think could be wrong based on body language or based on how you know me? Obviously, she says me instead of us because she's talking about, talking about Ruth herself. So like, Ruth is talking about herself to Jeremy's mom. Are, are you guys following? Because I feel like I'm making this very confusing for no reason. You know, it's probably because I went on my rant about about sassy Shrek and then <laughs> soggy wheats. I don't know. Dude, why did I start ranting? I swear to God, dude, half, over half of this episode is me ranting about soggy wheats and sassy Shrek because that's what this podcast has actually become and it's sad. It's saddening. <laughs> oh my God, I just hit myself with a branch and now I have like a spider on me or something. I love this so much. Uh, I'm finding multiple leaves in my hair, and I just brushed my hair. Like, I brushed my hair like a million times today. Um, because I can. So, and it's already ruined because this is Evan's spider in my hair. Great, anyway. So, uh, um, his mom responded to us, and she was like, hey, I don't know can you just like stop asking why did you stop responding to my messages and we're like oh yeah crap we're supposed to like ignore her okay and so we just ignored that message too 
and she was like, okay, you guys are obviously trying to play a game with me. I'm stop. I'm going to stop talking to you. You guys are both, Jeremy was right about both you guys. You guys are evil, you know, da, da, da. You don't deserve to know how Jeremy's doing. And we're, we're all like, okay, hunty. But like, <laughs> we know, we know how Jeremy's doing. Trust me, girl. We know. <laughs> we know a lot more than you do about <laughs> how Jeremy is doing. But yeah. So anyway. Uh, and we're like, okay, you know, no need to get mad at us, okay? I, we we're just like trying to find out, figure out why Jeremy's mad, and you're not being any help. You're being really, like, really sus about this. And she was like, you know what? You guys are just really evil, really rude. You guys, I kid you not, once she called us demonic. I kid you not. <laughs> she called us demonic once. Not in this conversation, but she did call us demonic once. I, I, I ain't lying. I was not lying in that episode when I said Jeremy's mom hates me. Now are you guys starting to see? Well, obviously not starting to see, but like if you didn't see the original episode where the first tale of the missing Jeremy happened, uh then you don't know the grudge we have but we have a pretty big grudge i mean i was scared for my own life so anyway we were talking to stupid avia about this i'm an avia uh, got him uh, so we were talking to her about this and another friend of mine that you guys have never um heard of delaney except delaney she is i'm just gonna explain her best i can she's weird um so there are three of my friends I haven't met yet. We have Brayden, Bailey, and Delaney. Um, these sound like made-up names, honestly. Like from every stereotypical high school movie. But I will have them. I always say this, but I will have them on the podcast one day. I say this all the time and it never happens. But I will write it down, okay? I, uh, okay. <laughs> I said okay. Oh my god. Right, anyway. Uh, so. Uh... I was talking to Delaney, and Delaney is, like, basically this, like, she is goth. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that in a bad way, because that's how she describes herself. So, she's, like, your typical goth, you know? Um, goth and emo at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate for saying that from, like, goth people and emo people, but I'm sorry. That's just how Delaney describes herself, okay? I, but she does have platinum blonde hair that I really like. <laughs> I also have platinum blonde hair. Well, not platinum these days. It's kind of starting to fade out into just normal blonde. But anyway, so, uh, and her personality is just, like, basically does anything, cares what no one thinks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's just ready. She's daring. She she just is willing to do anything. I both love and hate that aspect about her, uh, the aspect of her. And so we have Bailey. Bailey. It's a girl I had a crush on for three hours. Um, she's basically just <laughs> a person. I don't know. Um, she's just like kind of fun, you know, just that she's just like that person you go to when you're bored and have no one to hang out with. And, you're, and you both know, hey, we're both in the friendship circle, except I just I only hang out with you when, you know, I'm bored and we're all just like cool with it. Now, Brayden, Brayden is like the stereotypical, I am a little child and I've never grown up, 
all he makes are dirty sex jokes, and that is it. That's Brayden's whole personality. And he has the gayest voice. We call him Gayden because he has the gayest voice. He has the gayest haircut. He just looks gay. He, and yet he's always like, guys, I'm so straight. <laughs> That's literally how he talks. <laughs> and my entire friend group, except like three people, are like bisexual or lesbian bisexual lesbian or gay so we're all like mm. and i i'm bisexual myself well pan but anyway so i was like we were all like um no gaydon the gaydar is going off <laughs> i just i i i'm trying to tell you guys about what happened this week and i tell you about sassy shrek gaydon my my gayest friend and soggy wheat what does this podcast even become okay i'll I'll try to stick to one one thing anyway delaney said okay well i mean i'd be willing to go over there because she doesn't know me and i'll just say that like i'm this um girl that's in um jeremy's class and da 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 aka his school that we don't go to okay so we're she's never met delaney before uh and so, she doesn't know that we go to the same school. She doesn't know that we're, like, best friends. Uh, she doesn't know anything about Delaney. And I was like, but dude, <laughs> the only types of girls or people, human beings, that Jeremy's mom likes are, like, the ones that wear <laughs> their dresses down, but, like, covering their feet that have no makeup on, <laughs> dark brown hair, and just say, Hi, I'm a dainty little girl. <laughs> and... And Delaney, you know, my my friend with bright platinum blonde hair, doesn't care what anyone thinks. Oh, and, like, basically the stereotypical good girl. And knows you, just meeting her, you know that she would never, ever wear a dress, never wear a skirt, never wear anything remotely like that. And always wears, like, piercings and all black and stuff. Because she's goth, you know. And she is most definitely the opposite of a good girl. <laughs> and she was like, you know what, we'll make it work. So we have this, um, so Bailey. Bailey is like the makeup artist friend, to be honest. She can like fix up anyone and make them look like anything, luckily enough. And my mom actually uh, worked like as a makeup artist for a couple of days. Um, but the reason she got that job is because she's really talented with makeup, obviously. So she also taught me how to like, do anything to anybody. Uh, I can make someone look like James Charles. Okay, that's a lie. That's an exaggeration. But anyway, so with me and Bailey both combined, we were able to like make her look like any stereotypical good girl. I even I even lended her one of my weaves to make her hair look like not blonde. <laughs> I'm sick of dying. <laughs> I have been watching way too much Amberlynn Reed. I was about, I swear on my entire life, dude, I've been watching way too much Amberlynn Reed because I was literally just about to say, I just had a dying moment right there. Anybody who knows who Amberlynn Reed is is gonna get that. Like, I just had a blank moment right there. Or that was a blank situation type deal moment. I was literally about to say, I just had a dying moment. <laughs> Oh my god, I just had a hyena screech laugh moment. <laughs> okay, can I steal Ailer's thing? I'm stealing Amberlynn Reed's thing. Now I'm gonna say situation type deal and situation moment and moment. 
after every single sentence moment. Okay. So anyway, back to the Jeremy situation type deal. <laughs> so, uh, she was like, no, um, because, like I said, uh, Jeremy's mom would, like, you know, hate a weave because she wants everything to be all natural, you know? So, um, I just lended her some of my brunette hair dye. It was kind of like a lighter color, you know, because she has platinum blonde, almost white hair. And, um... Plus, the hair dye is kind of, like, tacky and cheap, because, like, I didn't really want it, you know? I'm going to tell you all a little secret. When I was younger, like, 10, 10, 8 years old, I did have brunette hair. Nothing against brunettes, but it it looked awful on me. So, yeah, I fixed, I fixed that up and did not want to go back to that, because I looked so bad with it. And I was always like, how come everyone else looks really good with brunette hair, and I just look really bad with it? But, I mean, at least I look good these days. But yeah, anyway. So, um, I never really used it. I didn't really want it, so I just got like the really cheap one, you know. Anyway, so, um, it was pretty tacky. You could kind of see like little, um, white platinum blonde splotches, but we did what we could. You know, um, Alicia helped. Uh, helped out with like uh, the hair. Our frenemy, yes, I do have a frenemy um, named Alyssa. Alyssa and Alicia. Alicia's my best friend, okay? I And Alyssa's my frenemy. She's like, you know, I got you, girl. She also has a way with makeup and hair and stuff. And like, most definitely fashion, because, um, so she has this place where she, okay, she always, like, all of her clothes in her closet are like personally designed. I, um, that goes for honestly most of us. Like, um, back when we were friends rather than enemies, we went from being friends to enemies to best friends to frenemies, honestly. So, yeah, so she she introduced us to this place that like no one went to. It was like her dad's personal thing, um, where she could get all of her clothes personalized. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, she had her dad make her like this really like stereotypical good christian southern woman uh good girl outfit it was like this disgusting like pink flowery dressing that was kind of like um frilly you know on the feet areas and i gave her some of my old sandals that i for some reason had they're my grandma's they're like these like plasticky pink rubber sandal thingies uh and you know she has worn glasses a lot of her life she doesn't need them but it doesn't like it's not blurry when she uses them she says that she doesn't need them because she can see fine without them but she sees better with them because you know her eyes are like somehow normal now i don't want to say normal in a bad way i mean like they can see you know like how someone without glasses could see but like just a little bit blurry sometimes and so she's completely fine with glasses so we decided you know just to make the look even look even better we put glasses on her we took off all of her makeup and we gave her some like foundation because she's like really pale so uh we put some of my ow ah we put some of my like foundation on her um except it doesn't look like foundation because like i said jeremy's mom hates makeup so uh, we made her just look like the stereotypical good girl and we even put her hair in a French braid, and it didn't even go over her shoulder like the cute kind of French braid. It's on her back, like the kind of French braid that says, please kill me, my life is so depressing, I am a nerd, and I hate math. 
every single stereotypical my parents forced me into math and I hate it kind of nerd is like the one with just like the French braid in the back and not on the front. Honestly though, who wears a French braid in the back and doesn't flip it over their shoulder? Like if you do that, then are you depressed? Are you sad inside? I would say sorry, I don't mean that as an insult, but it is because your French braid is an insult. <laughs> it's an insult to my rights. Don't ask how, it just is. Uh, I am jumping again. Yay. My sinuses! <laughs> oh my god. My sinuses. Yeah, so anyway, it's getting really dark out right now. Legit, like straight up, it's very dark. Um, and I'm just walking, wandering around outside where my lines and bears are. Anyway, good. <coughs> okay, all right, all right. So, uh, she, we all hatched this like plan together where she would, Delaney, she would be all like, um, by the way, I'm gonna share yet another secret with you guys. I come from a southern father, my father is southern. Um, and he doesn't have an accent unless he tries to, but it's like on point. And some people think he's like faking it because he's not really Southern and he's just like really good at it. But no, like he can do the Southern accent. Um, and so, yeah, I can often do like this really very believable Southern accent because I do have Southern in me. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, people just think, oh, hey, you know, that lady, she is Southern. So I taught Delaney how to do like the perfect Southern accent and it sounds very believable. So we went over all the lines and stuff. I'll show you who she had to say cause she ain't never met, you know, like uh, Jeremy's mother before. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I thought I saw a big moth and I have the biggest fear of moth ever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the lines in a nutshell were basically something like, hey, I'm just like, I'm actually, she's basically just like this wholesome schoolgirl that was like worried because Jeremy looked kind of sad lately. By the way, Jeremy consented to this. He actually wrote with the lines. Uh, she was basically just like this girl who had a crush on him. Oh my God, <laughs> that made me actually mad, but okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, he had, she had like this crush on him and was worried how he was doing and they were like really close at school and we were worried because like, you know, Jeremy's mom is the over, literally the definition of overprotective, but she welcomed her in with open arms. I guess I'm just not as wholesome as her. No one is that wholesome, okay? No one wears a dress but a uh, but below the knees, okay? You cannot tell me that human being actually exists. Like hunty, we're out of nineteen forty-five. We can live a little. You know, we can live a little bit. And apparently I'm satanic for thinking that way, but you know if satanic equals fashion then <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That that was a joke. That was a joke. Don't come for me, that was a joke. After saying that, I just got a really bad headache, and I don't think it was a coincidence. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was also a joke. Shut up. Anyway, so uh, Jeremy's mom was like, "Oh, it's okay, honey. He's doing great." And she was like, "Oh, hey, well, can I see him? Can we have a little like chat, a little bit of a conversation?" And she's like, "Oh, sure, honey. Come on, come, come right on in." And uh, um, so 
she went in and we didn't give her any lines because we from going in inside because we didn't really ever expect her to actually go in and so <laughs> she pulled this off perfectly though dude she said basically that she wanted to know who were these two girls and she she named sorry not two girls who are these girls and she named like all of our names including the guys in our group but she said these two girls uh referring to me and Ruth, obviously but yeah anyway uh, so who are these people and named off all the all of our names our whole entire friend group our friend circle that jeremy's in and then um anyway and uh and she's like and why are they making him so like mad and depressed and sad and stuff and like she continued she was all like like there he's always talking about how much he hates them like why why is that like i will actually like be really upset um she said that she was gonna say i was actually gonna kick their ass but you know she can't say that because she's like a good girl she doesn't hurt people oh that makes me so mad just thinking about a the person that person does not exist there's not a human being on this planet that's like that like oh i've never gotten into a fist fight i'm i've never stolen any snacks from school i do not support violence like no one like that actually exists karen oh my god <laughs> i said karen i almost revealed his mom's name um those who know know <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so, uh, and she was like, oh, and this is what she told Delaney. We finally have the truth. The truth is finally revealed about why she hates us so much. She said, because they're all trying to be cool and are a bad influence on my son. They, meaning us, the group of people that he hangs out with all started this like little cult she called our dog shelter a cult the dog shelter where we take care of dogs who are unfortunate when their owners are away who have bad like you know like they have a they'd be in a bad place mentally you know if their owners left the place where we take care of dolls dogs little puppies big small whatever she called it an evil cult <laughs> where somewhere by the school where he goes to and i think he's finally starting to realize that after they broke into my house unannounced looking for him to hurt him and make him mad and upset and hurt his feelings when his uncle died now remember this leads all back to when he told us you know that his uncle's dead and that's why he's been ignoring us we did go, we did go into his house on so <laughs> anyway so uh yeah and they tried to hurt him even worse at that time and i was confounded no not just we we were all confounded i okay we were confused we were shocked we were like an evil cult um tell me more please and delaney was like i thought the exact same thing i i asked for more information and she wouldn't give it to me and i was like okay honey mm, good enough for me <laughs> honestly in my opinion that's pretty good it's good information uh 
And so, Ruth, Ruth, being the memer that she is, decided to troll Jeremy's mom by texting her, Jeremy is back in our cult. Now, we'll be sacrificing the dogs. <laughs> obviously as a joke, obviously as a joke, we're not sacrificing the dogs. But Jeremy's mom took it so literally, she was obsessed with knowing more. She screamed at us over the phone. She blocked us. Jeremy said she went on this raging fit uh, to him about not wanting to sacrifice the dogs. And he was like, hey, I'm not sacrificing the dogs. I didn't even stop hanging out with them. They're not evil. Oh, my God. And that is just like a week and a half. There's still more info about this. So we thought all was said and done. We were, and I was all like, mm, this is good for the podcast. <laughs> and we were all just like freaking out about it. Um... And so, uh, we thought that that was it. That was all that had happened. That was all that had to happen. Uh, that would have been juicy and good enough. Still not thinking about what she had said before that. So anyway, we obviously were unblocked by Jeremy. His mom was still being all overprotective. And he said that he would have gone with his dad if it weren't for, you know, like him not even being able to like go to our school and see us in person because it's much better to like see us in person than just like never ever even be with us like ever uh and only get to talk to us like on the phone and stuff but yeah it's pretty miserable um so jeremy's mom obviously was not believing (coughs) my sinuses any of uh, sorry about the sinuses thing that keeps happening. Um, I swear they're gonna go inside and blow my nose. I didn't find my headphones first, so I'll keep talking while I find my headphones. Um, so anyway, uh, obviously, clearly Jeremy's mom ain't gonna believe ain't gonna believe anything that he tells her. She still thinks that we're all just like this evil cult trying to <laughs> sacrifice the dogs. She is trolling. If she ain't trolling, then oh my god. Like, I feel like half of that has to be made up. At least half. Okay, but Delaney was so serious about it, so she probably said that, but it's like exaggerating or something. Like, she did not actually think that. Like, oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. She's probably like making up or exaggerating some things about what she thinks about why we're so evil. But what I'm thinking is that she does actually genuinely think that we're like a cult um, and that we're like evil or something. We're not. We take care of baby puppies and big dogs. And I have a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. Like, I give money to homeless people, I want to save an event from drowning, and I own an iPhone. Like, that's the same energy it has. Okay, I'm gonna go blow my nose now. Peace. Okay, so anyway. Um, I started this podcast (laughs) thinking, oh, hey, this is gonna be all about cute dog dogs doing fun things and having fun times and people are gonna think it's boring because it's just a bunch of dogs having fun times but nope i'm talking about how i thought my boyfriend's mom was gonna kidnap me (laughs) and apparently my dog cult is evil (laughs) oh i love it anyway
So, uh, I'm, I have to go to school in, like, just a couple more minutes when I'm just sitting here making the podcast. It's the next day, by the way. All these segments are, like, in different days. I mean, obviously I'm gonna have to end this one when I'm, like, late for school. Also, when Ruth comes around to pick me up. Ruth is actually, um, on her way right now, and I'm just filming the podcast. Because it takes me forever to get ready, so I had to get ready first. Anyway, completely unrelated. Unrelated, no. So, yeah, I went back to the shelter, and, um, (laughs) we're finally talking about dogs again. So, obviously, nothing much is really happening at the shelter, so there's nothing to, do- to docu- document? Report? I don't know. But yeah, there's nothing to really say about the shelter those other days. Um, so I got there today, and obviously, Sauerkraut and Toad have this, like, <laughs> kind of, like, hidden rivalry, kind of. Um, they hate each other, but they're, like, pretending to like each other just for, like, milk's sake, because they both have a crush on milk. And so they're just pretending to like each other. Oh, it's cute. (laughs) And problematic. So anyway, yeah. uh, So I'm just going to give you guys a little recap. Because I've been getting a ton of new listeners. Because, like, this all kind of happened when my podcast was, like, newer. You know, not really found by a lot of people. So I know a lot of people don't really want to go back to all the other episodes and just have to listen. It take an entire day. <laughs> like, half of a day, honestly. I'm not even exaggerating or joking. <laughs> it most likely would, probably. Anyway. So, I'm just going to give you guys a little recap on the relationships. Now, if you were here since the beginning, or if you did listen to all the other episodes, then I'm sorry. But this is going to be, like, really fast, you know, really quick. So I might, um skip a couple things that are, like, not important or that I forget, but yeah, so anyway, uh, Sauerkraut and Milk are dating after Milk, after Sauerkraut cheated on Whitney with Milk, except Sauerkraut cheated on Milk before he was dating Whitney with his ex-girlfriend, Coupon. Um, Coupon and Whitney used to be friends, and then they got into a fight, and they hate each other now. Coupon's currently not at the camp anymore, uh, then Whitney um, and Milk formed this little gang with Harley, Henry, Bonnie. Henry and Bonnie used to be enemies. Um, and Harley and Henry are dating. So anyway, Henry, Bonnie, Milk, um, Whitney, and Sauerkraut. And Coupon, but obviously Coupon's kicked out. Then Milk went to Coupon's side, and they got into this other fight. And so Milk and Whitney are enemies. Well, Milk and Chog, a.k.a. Harley. I call Harley Chog because that's her nickname. Anyway, so Henry, um, basically the entire gang that I already named off, aside from Milk, obviously. Milk and Coupon don't hate Milk. Obviously, Milk doesn't hate herself. But yeah, she used, Milk used to be popular, but then she took Coupon's, like, throne. Because Coupon was once popular, but like, like I said, she took the throne. So anyway, the entire group hates Milk now, because obviously Milk started a bunch of chaos, and then there are a ton of people starting to hate Milk, because we are all obviously tired of the chaos. And Chog became popular (laughs) then. Um, So, then Toad, another dog, came to the um, shelter, and kind of took Sauerkraut's place, because everyone was mad at Sauerkraut for uh, getting with Milk. But Milk was obviously only using Kraut, so um, she could get together with Toad, and Toad is evil, <laughs> basically. So obviously, Sauerkraut and Toad hate each other, and that's where we are now. So yeah, that's just a bit of a recap. Um, 
Oh, also Lyrical is very mad at everybody. <laughs> Ever since we um, had that little mishap at the island, people who been listening to the podcast ever since I first started will know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, just watch Absolute Chaos, because it's hard to explain. Anyway. So, I had the dogs go out for, um, you know, track like we do every Monday and Thursday, um, and so obviously, Sauerkraut and Toad were getting into fights whenever Milk left the room, and it was chaotic. Jeremy had to stop them, um, but yeah, speaking of Jeremy... So, okay, so we thought, we, like I said, we thought that the thing with Jeremy's mom was already over. We, 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 I know I said we thought she was gonna kidnap us, but, okay, that was a bit of an exaggeration. She actually is just like that. (laughs) So, anyway, um, Jeremy's mom had obviously blocked us and stopped responding to us, um, and, Jeremy still goes to the same school he's always been going to, obviously, because his dad isn't in town at the moment. So he can't go to his school, like, all the way in Arizona or Alabama. Once again, I don't know if it's Arizona or Alabama. Uh, I just know that it begins with an A. <laughs> so, um, we were just going about our normal day, and... This also has something to do with absolute chaos, so I know I gave you guys that recap because that was just basically like all of the other episodes um, before and after absolute chaos, but you kind of have to listen to absolute chaos if you haven't already, which is another podcast episode for anyone who's new. Um, so yeah, if you guys haven't already seen absolute chaos, then you can go do that now to basically understand anything. Like I said, also to understand uh, the grudge me, Jeremy's mom, and everyone else has against each other. So, uh, okay, so, uh, it was a couple hours later, and we didn't have school that day, uh, because we're, we were obviously on break, you know, because it was, like, Christmas break or something, and it was, it was Monday, though, obviously, because we're having track. So, um, Jeremy called me in, uh, Ruth was already standing there, looking, (laughs) she, she looked worried, and so that made me worried, and I was like, oh no, what's, what's happening, and so, like I said, Jeremy's mom blocked us, but you, you, to block someone on the Chromebook on Gmail, you have to enter in, like, your password and everything, so obviously she still has us on Gmail on the Chromebook. Except it's Jeremy's Chromebook, and like I said, we don't have school that day. So he left his Chromebook at home, meaning Jeremy's mom can read all of our messages about the secret thing we were doing that day. Obviously, she knows that Jeremy never quit the dog shelter, and we were just, like, messing with her. But (laughs) Jeremy's mom... So... You, you, your parents, they can go into your Chromebook and see everything that you've done. And Jeremy, being the idiot that he is, didn't close out of Gmail. Obviously, I don't care if anyone sees my Gmail. But with Jeremy, it's a whole different story because of his psychotic mother. <laughs> I don't mean to call her a psychopath. But, you know, you know how it is. So, uh, it turns out that Jeremy saw, well... Jeremy didn't see it, his mother called him and told him that she had seen the entire plan about how we were just trying to mess with her and see, like, what she was planning with our, like, 
Delaney thing. And I'm talking about the thing with Delaney going over to her house and pretending to be like this nice southern woman that she's not. She's not southern and she's not nice. But we still let her pretend, obviously, as you guys know. And we were talking about that because, like I said, Jeremy couldn't have his phone because his psychotic mother. So, um, I don't know what his father's saying this was, but <laughs> yeah. So we were obviously talking about that over Gmail because we are either at the shelter, at school, or at home. We never go anywhere because we don't want to. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and obviously Jeremy was grounded, so he couldn't go out anywhere, even if he wanted to. So Gmail was like our only source of communication. And so <laughs> we, we couldn't get any more info using Delaney as like bait, but I mean, we already, the main thing that I wanted to know was why she thought we were an evil dog cult sacrificing dogs. Uh, how amazing. Anyway, I guess we'll never know, but, um, D Delaney, Delaney did, did get caught, and that's all that matters. So, anyway, <laughs> that bit was random. It's unnecessary, or so we thought, foreshadowing. Anyway. So, it was the next day. Obviously, like I said, it was Monday that day. So, it was Tuesday the next day. We have track on Thursday. I was going to say we had track that day, but we didn't. Anyway. So, um, we were feeding all the dogs. Of course, Anne was there. And, like I said, we didn't let Anne on our, on our plan. But, see, Jeremy tells his mother everything about his day. So obviously Jeremy's mother knows that we hate Anne. Uh, I've been trying to say Anne normally and not in that disgusted voice, but I can't. Um, what's worse is that Anne is my middle name, and so every time I say that, talking to someone else, they think of me. I've heard my friends say that before. It's awful. Anyway, so um, like I said, his mother knows that we hate Anne. And Anne is working against us, but still working at the dog shelter, and I don't know why I haven't fired her yet. <laughs> I don't have the power to fire her. I'm just going to be honest. Jeremy does, not me. <laughs> but, you know, I can keep threatening, because it's fun. So. So, anyway. Like I said, Anne came up to us. Um, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm screaming in the mic, because every time I say Anne... My voice gets louder, and I go closer to the mic, so, you know. <laughs> anyway, Anne came up to us, and I said that a million times, and she was asking, like, what what we were doing with, like, Jeremy's mom, and I, and I don't know how, well, I didn't know at the time how she found out about the whole thing with Jeremy's mom, was towed about all the animals. Um, she also somehow found out about the thing with Lyrical at the island, um, so... Anne was clearly getting some information from somewhere, and because we hate her, so obviously we're not telling her. All of us that work at the shelter, we are the only ones that knew aside from the owners, and we only, and the only, only owners that knew were the ones that, like, owned Lyrical, and so we told Lyrical's owners, well, owner, um, and so Jeremy should be the only one that knows about that, because if... Lyrical's owner was contacting anyone, it would only be Jeremy, since Jer uh, she only has Jeremy's number, right? So, obviously, it wasn't, like, Lyrical's owner that told her about the whole situation. Oh my god, I... 
every time I say situation, my mind goes back to ALR and I'm just getting mad about it. Even though I used situation correctly that time, I still think back to the awful ALR memories that I told you guys about. So, <laughs> I'm finally using the word situation correctly in a sentence, though. So, that's a, so I'm obviously getting somewhere. Anyway, back to the toad situation type deal. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, yeah. We um, were very confused at how Anne would have known this. I told Jeremy, and Jeremy was like, yeah, I've actually been starting to realize that she knows a lot about, like, the whole drama going on, and, like, it's only the stuff that, like, only we should know about, you know, because, obviously, Jeremy and I, Jeremy, Ruth, and I all all share, like, the stuff with the dogs, like, what's going on with our dogs, obviously, but, like, only we should know about that, because, obviously, Anne is excluded from the group, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, Avia was there, too. It was me, Papa, Avia, Emily, Ruth, and Jeremy. All there. And Gaiden. I think Gaiden was there. Anyway. Um, that's unrelated. <laughs> if Gaiden friends this podcast, he's gonna be so mad that I still call him Gaiden to this day instead of Brayden, but it's true. So. Yeah, um. We were all talking about this. <laughs> like, how Anne would find this all out. Um, now keep in mind, Jeremy, obviously, has a phone where he can contact his mother. Jeremy leaves his phone everywhere. <laughs> obviously, it's, 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 it seems like it'd be obvious as to how Anne would get this information. So we all thought, oh, because she'd been reading the messages between Jeremy and his mom, we were wrong. <laughs> Clearly. So anyway, we had already... Um, agreed that it was because of Anne reading Jeremy's messages. Jeremy then yelled at Anne for reading his messages. So, a couple hours, I think, passed. Maybe a couple minutes, I don't know. Um, and we were able to go on our lunch break. So, we were, um, we were going to, like, uh, I was going to Sauerkraut's room since Sauerkraut is my dog from home and not any dog from the shelter. I say that every single time I mention him. I'm sorry. But yeah, so um, I was going to Sauerkraut's little like cottage area thingy that, <laughs> you know, it's it's at Jeremy's um, area because Jeremy gets to take Sauerkraut and it makes me mad and upset. But anyway, we're moving on from that. I'm jealous. So, uh... I went over to Sauerkraut when he was chewing on that little bone, the, like, um, the red plastic bone thingy that helped us discover where he was when he went missing in Absolute Chaos that, you know, like I said, you have to listen to Absolute Chaos to understand, like, practically anything going on. Um, so yeah, it was that little red bone. I feel like anyone who hasn't seen Absolute Chaos just leave right now and go listen to it to understand stuff. Okay, anyway, continuing. It was that little red bone, and obviously it still had, like, the dirt stains on it. Because, like, there's stains. It's dirt. You can't really get that stuff out easily. Um, and Milk was not beside him. That's that's odd. That's very weird. Milk should be beside him. He he and Milk are, like, together at all times. So I was kind of, like, looking for Milk since I, I actually hadn't seen her all day that day. So, um, I was like, Milk, you know. <laughs> that was so cringy. Um, I was looking around with Jeremy, Ruth and Anne, um, we, so eventually Anne, sorry, Anne found, uh, Milk, and she was hanging out with Toad, 
Now, Sauerkraut, obviously, is with Milk, even when she does hang out with Toad. So, she did go missing for a little bit. We checked the security cameras, and she hopped over the fence. When I tell you that dogs are hopping the fence left and right, <laughs> we need a new fence. Alright. So, you guys might be thinking, well, who really cares uh, that his mom found out about your guys' like thing, you know? Because everything was already said and done, in our opinion, as I've told you guys before. Well, that, 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 um, I, I was wrong about that, to say the least. Everything was not said and done. In fact, Jeremy's mother had a lot more to say, even after she's blocked us. So, Jeremy said, um, that the second he got home, his mom was, like, already yelling at him about it. See, so, since his mom had called him while he was at the shelter, uh, about how she found out all, uh, found out all about, um, all the Gmail's messages, like, back and forth, that we sent back and forth to each other, and all about our group chat, she said she deleted the group chat, um, and Jeremy was like, Okay, well, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Because at that point, he had his dad already bought him a new phone. Uh, not his stepdad, like the one that lives with uh, his um, mom, you know? Sorry, I thought to stop recording for a little bit. Anyway, so not the stepdad that lives with his psychotic mother, you know? But, like, his actual, like, dad-dad that lives in Arizona, Alabama. <laughs> Arabama. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Uh... Bamazona, perhaps? I don't know. That place that starts with an A. Um, so yeah, I actually really like his dad, and I ain't never met him before, but he seems like a chill guy. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, Jeremy could text and call us, and his mom didn't know his like new password. And yeah, so Delaney wasn't going to be able to go back to the house, like we had planned for her to, clearly, since Jeremy's mom found out about the whole thing. So it was um, just about time to go home at the shelter. And uh, there's a plane right above the sh shelter that I I'm currently, I just got back home uh, and I'm at the shelter right now. Uh, wow, okay, that's very loud. <laughs> Oh, by the way, um, when I left that morning, uh, this morning, I don't know if I told you guys, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I was going to school since we're off break right now, but at the time that this is all happening, uh, I had, like, um, just gotten back off break. So, yeah, anyway, that's, that's all I had to say. But, yeah. So, um, anyway, I hope that plane goes away. I wish it would. So... Once again, I saw Sarkart chewing on his, like, little toy thingy. So, uh, he decided to, like, abandon that toy, you know? He just, like, kind of left it there. Um, I'm eating something, currently. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I looked at it just to kind of see, you know, like, the dirt marks just looked weird. Uh, sorry if that sounds odd a bit, but the stains shouldn't, like, wear off fast, you know? But it looked like they were kind of, like, 
wearing off a little bit. And they should still be there. And I decided to, like, brush it off as nothing. You know, it's like a plastic toy, so I guess that there is still a slight chance that um, they would just, like, be going away a little bit. And I thought nothing of it. I packed my bags and went home. So, the next morning, I got a Gmail message from Jeremy saying, Hey, do you mind if we meet at... Um, I forget which place it was. I think it was, like, um, Codwell Park or something. But, yeah. Like, Codwell Park in Reading. Uh, so, yeah, we decided to meet up. And he wasn't just talking to me. He was talking to the entire group chat. And... Ruth even asked, Jeremy, why aren't you calling us? Why are you talking to us on Gmail? And he was like, dude, my mom found out my new phone password. And we were like, god damn it, Jeremy, you do this all the time. How do you let her get a hold of these things, fool? And he was just like, I don't know. And um, usually Jeremy's messages are all like paragraph long. He can't just like send one simple message. He has to send, like, an entire, like, a Harry Potter book as a text. Like, literally, they are, okay, maybe not that long, but you know what I mean. He likes to send long messages, but these messages weren't long. You see where I'm going with this, I'm sure. But, yeah. So, uh, we all decided to meet up at Codwell Park. Jeremy was, in fact, there. So, Ruth said that she was actually quite suspicious that was his mom, and he was like, no, I'm just not really used to typing on a keyboard since I usually text you guys on my phone, and we were like, okay, fa- fair, you know, fair. And so, I was like, so anyway, Jeremy, why do you want to meet us here? And he was like, what? No, you guys wanted to meet me here. <laughs> oh my god. And we were all like, nope, no, 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 this is not happening. We have been... Sent to a trap, and I, I kid you not, my exact thought was, Jeremy's mom's trying to kidnap us. That's literally, like, the only thought in my head. That's all, like, the only conclusion I could come to. She had us all meet up here, thinking it wasn't her, at a, ki- a, a children's park to kidnap us and the kids in a white van. Um, so I was like, okay, well, we should all go somewhere else, you know? Like, this is kind of creepy of your mom to do. And Jeremy was like, yeah, I really have no more respect for my mom at this point. Are you guys sure you didn't send me the message? And we're like, dude, what message? And Jeremy told us that he had actually gotten a message from the group chat in his phone saying that uh, we wanted to meet him there. And... That just confused me, because I was like, wait a sec, hold on. How could your mom get into, like, a whole different account? Like, whose account was it texting from? And Jeremy said it was texting from Ruth's account. And Ruth was like, I know that psycho woman did not hack me. So, yeah, Ruth had officially been hacked by a psychotic mother. And so she tried to get into her phone everything about her contacts was changed deleted numbers like names that she had not even seen before jeremy's number was even deleted my number was deleted the entire group chat was deleted and it looks like um 
you know, like she just removed herself from the chat because obviously Ruth was the one that created that sh- chat room, the whole group chat thingy. So yeah, uh, um, we were all like, wait, hold on, but how did she find out what Ruth's password is? Like, we are the only ones that know about our passwords. Now, we often share each other's passwords just because, you know, because we're friends. And so, um, and you can also see, because we're, like, phone addicts always on our phones, um, even when we're hanging out with each other um, a lot of the time. But most of the time we're talking in person, but obviously I'm not going to, like, try and hide my phone from them because, like, your closest friends already know everything about you. Be real here. So, yeah, uh... I really had nothing to hide. They have nothing to hide. So, um, uh, eventually, uh, Papa came to the conclusion that he was like, okay, well, one of us probably told, um, probably told, like, uh, Jeremy's mom about it or something. Or maybe she saw Jeremy texting Ruth. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. But who would want to tell Jeremy about Jeremy's mom, about Ruth's password. Like, we all hate her, right? She hates us all. And Pop was like, okay, but maybe she doesn't hate one of us, you know? And she could be planning something, like you said, Pixie. And I was like, oh, yeah, I said that. And and he was like, like you said, Pixie. So maybe one of us isn't going to be, like, involved in the plan or something. And I was like, dude, that's some, that's just some horror movie crap. I, we gotta think real here, like, legit. And Papa was like, no, dude, I'm actually being serious right now. Um, as stupid and retarded as that was, it still felt very, <coughs> like, like, it could be very true. Knowing Jeremy's mom, that could be true, in fact. So we decided to, like, test each other. We were literally losing trust in each other. Hell, I was even losing trust in Jeremy. Uh, but you could kind of see it in his eyes that he didn't do anything, you know? You could literally see the expression on his face that he was worried. Um, and then, uh, I... Okay, so... I, I, um, got a text on my phone. And for some reason I thought it was going to be Jeremy's mom. Or something from the group chat, because... I was confused, but no, it was just, like, um, doesn't matter who it was, but it was Gaiden. Um, he texted him about some chapstick. It's a long story. He's not just randomly talking about chapstick. We have this thing that we're doing. Completely unrelated. It's, like, a school thing. Anyway. So, yeah. Then, when I clicked on the notification to see if it was, like, Jeremy's mom or something, I saw that I still had the group chat. So, no, the group chat was not removed. Ruth's... Ruth's phone had, like, her entire contact number had been completely, utterly removed from the group chat, but that's all that had happened. So I was like, dude, Ruth, we can totally just, like, add you back. And Ruth was like, yeah, but I mean, Jeremy's mom might still be on my account. And so we decided to try it anyway. And, uh, then, um, we got a a, a reply back from the Ruth account, except Ruth was not typing. So we added Ruth back, and we were like, okay, so, Jeremy, we lost, um, Jeremy, we are lost right now. We can't go to Caldwell Park with you. And then we got the reply back from Ruth's contacts, and it said, and I quote, you guys are lying. I can see you at Caldwell Park with Jeremy right now. And so, obviously, Jeremy's mom was like, 
listening in on us or something. And she knows that we know about everything that happened. And so I decided to text her back. Well, it, I didn't. Avia did. And she was like, dude, why are we all here? And then um, Jeremy texted. This is another level of creepy, Mom. Like, um, I forget what he said. Uh, like, how did... Oh, how did you get Ruth's contact information? And what other information do you have? And his mom responded, once again, on Ruth's account... Uh, saying that's none of your business, but I do think that you guys should trust each other again. After all, it's kind of one against however many of us were in the group. Um, so Jeremy's mom was actually thinking for once in her life, she was thinking, and I was like, Oh, wait, yeah, that's actually uh, true. Maybe we should get back to trusting each other. But then again, I had a thought in my mind. Okay, but what if there's like this... She's like just trying to protect that other person who has been telling her all the info. And so I decided to message her. Dude, we know you're only trying to protect the person that's giving you all the info. The game's up. We are going home now. Something like that, you know, something along those lines. But yeah, so um, she texted me back. Fine, I am getting info, but it's not by any of you. It's not by anyone you know. At least that's what they have told me. That they don't know you. So I was so confused. Like, how the hell did they get Ruth's uh, contact information? Um, Jeremy's mom texted us basically just saying, overall, in a nutshell, that she didn't care about the person who was giving her the information. She only cared about the information. And she had all that she needed. And she was getting ready to delete all of our accounts anyway. But, but, like, what would that do? You know, we still go to the same school. I don't think that Jeremy's mom thought this through at all. Not even a little bit. But, yeah. So, uh... Um... We... We were like, okay, so... <laughs> if you don't care about them, then why don't you just tell us? Is this, like, some sick game to you? And she was like, no, I just want my Jeremy to be safe. And I want you to stop sacrificing dogs. You guys are all so evil. Something like that. I don't know. That's just, like, a dumb version of it that I made up. But she said something basically like that about how we are evil and stuff, you know? And I was like, dude, we are not sacrificing dogs. We love dogs. We are taking care of them all. And we're giving them a good home and a nice little living environment and making them all happy. And she was like, as if I believe that, I saw you guys. Jeremy's told me multiple stories about how you're, you're always getting, like, you're never getting new dogs. Why is that? You guys just go dog hunting? And it's like, oh my god, what is she talking about? I was like, Jeremy, did you tell her we go dog hunting? And he was like, no, 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 she's... I just told her about how we got a new dog towed recently. And so I was like, well, okay. This is weird then. I don't know where she's getting all of this from. And so, uh... Um, Jeremy's mom said that we should all just drop it. And that... The entire reason she had us come to Codwell Park was for something like this to happen, but apparently it got out of hand for her. So we all decided, you know what, I'm done with this. I don't know who to trust, who I should abandon, and apparently we don't even know who's giving... We don't even know the person who's giving her all this information. And yet somehow they have all of our contact infos, 
And if we don't act soon, then she might completely delete our accounts. She's already hacked into Ruth's phone. She has her password and everything. And we don't know why she's doing any of this. So I couldn't get any sleep that night. Uh, I would have been up all night texting Jeremy, but I was afraid to even go on my phone. Because I was afraid that she would, like, hack into it. Luckily, though, I have, like, the thing where I get a notification anytime a new account signed into my device. Even if it's, like, like, even if I were to just, like, quickly sign out and then go back in again, I would still get, a, a, like, a notification. Ruth doesn't have that, so she was an easier target. So, I decided to just... Uh, do do a little, a tiny bit of research. Not on my phone, though. On my Chromebook from school. I was basically just, like, researching, like, um, different VPN thingies, I guess you could say. Like, different protecting things. Like, to protect your phone from people like, uh, Jeremy's mom. I looked up if what she was doing is illegal, and, um, I don't know. I guess it's not, and I guess it is. And none of the... None of the websites have what I'm looking for, but that's Google. I should have tried Bing. In fact, I might just try Bing. Um, but I don't want Jeremy's mom to go to jail. I wouldn't want to make Jeremy that sad. I know Jeremy doesn't like his mom. I know he doesn't care about her anymore. Um, he has specifically told me that he hates her after what she's done. Um, but, like, you know, I still wouldn't want to do that to him or her. Not because I'm a good person, but because I feel like that would honestly just make him sad. And plus, he doesn't know how to cook, so he he needs a chef. So yeah. Anyway, um, that's the only reason I'm keeping her around. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, we all decided to discuss some stuff at school. Um, and eventually, when lunchtime came around, we decided to go back to the shelter. Um, Papa, Emily, and Avia were all coming with us. And then, um. So we were all at the shelter, and we were once again on our phones, just trying to see which one of us she would hack next. Turns out that she deleted um, Jeremy's social media pages, but only Snapchat and Insta. She still has, like, Twitter and YouTube and stuff, but, like, you know, he really never goes on Twitter. And Snapchat and Insta were, like, the two places we would talk Aside from, like, you know, our normal texting conversations on texting apps, like Messenger and stuff. So, yeah. uh, We decided to, like, look around and see. um, Trying to find clues. Like, we're a little detectives at this point, honestly. Dude, you would think that I'm making this up, but I cannot, honestly. So, uh, we were all, like, looking for, like, things that would point to, like, lead us to whoever was, um, doing all of this, like, and I, and what I mean by doing all of this is, like, who's giving Jeremy's mom, JM, Jeremy's mom, all this information, all this info about us, so, uh, we, I looked onto Obvious phone, and lo and behold, I saw this long conversation with her and Jeremy's mom. And I was like, Avia, why are you talking to Jerry's, Jeremy's mom so frequently? Like, bo- this was before we even went to Codwell Park. Um, and I just saw these long, long messages back and forth. I could barely even read what they said because uh, Avia snatched her phone away. And she was like, 
I know you're not suspecting me. Look, Jeremy's mom already said that someone we don't know. But obviously, Jeremy's mom could have been, like, lying, you know? And at this point, everyone was just pissed, you know? I trust Papa. You know, I trust Papa, Gaiden, and Bailey, like, with my whole heart. Like, those three, I, I just had, like, this big overwhelming feeling that it just wasn't him and this is my entire friend group okay i including my friend of me so that that means i was legit literally with um alicia jeremy ruth papa emily Alyssa, um who else was i with uh gaden delaney um uh bailey did i already say bailey i don't know but Bailey, and yeah, I think that's it. So yeah, I was literally with nine effing people, dude. God damn, eight or nine people. Okay, I, and that's not even including myself. So we were all just like a group of ten teenagers trying to find out who this, like, I guess I don't know, even like uh, this forty forty year old woman. <laughs> This woman in her 40s, who she was going to hack next, who was working for her. Oh, yeah, obviously, and Avia. So that's 11 of us. And one of us was a rat, okay? And so we were all arguing. It was all of us against Avia. But I was really getting starting to get suspicious of, I don't know, everyone else aside from... Um, Paul, wait, did I already mention that Alicia was there? I did, yeah. So I was kind of starting to get suspicious of everyone, aside from Papa, Gaiden. Papa and Gaiden, actually, not even Bailey. Bailey looked, like, really, I guess, weirded out, but I feel like we were all kind of upset and deranged and weirded out. Like, this was a strange situation. It's really odd to have a 40, a woman in her 40s just, like, harassing you and threatening to, like, dully all of your accounts and ban you and hack you and all this. So, yeah, we, um, I, so I didn't, but, um, Gaiden, like, our joke is that he's, like, a sexual harasser and stuff, but, like, because, like, he's always touching people, not weirdly, I mean, like, just touching them and, like, getting stuff from them by touching them. And so he put his hand on Avia's stomach. She was wearing a tube top. So he was, like, touching her bare belly. Um, and he was like, smell my hand. And Avia was like, you know, what the fuck. And he was like, smell my hand. And he, like, shoved his other hand that wasn't already on her stomach in her face. And I guess it smelled bad because she, like, screamed. And I was like, ew, Brayden, that, Brayden, that smells disgusting. And he, like, grabbed her stomach and tossed her by the bare skin. I, he was too rough, I feel, but you know what? She shouldn't have argued with us. I guess I was the one who started it all, but, you know. So anyway, uh... We were at the shelter, too, by the way. Anne, who doesn't even know what we're talking about, was just sitting there kind of watching us all. Uh, and so that's when the fist fight I told you about in the beginning broke out. We were fighting each other, and um, Avia called her friends and had her beat and had her friends beat us up. And it was like, it was my friends against... It was me and my friends against her and her friends. And we were all just, like, getting into this massive fist fight. Kicking, biting, spitting, anything we could find hitting each other with. And I don't know who it was, but it was, like, a girl. I think Alicia, maybe. Either Alicia or Alyssa. It was one of them. Because they both have, like, 
kind of similar voices, just like their names are similar. Um, and I heard them. I heard one of them say, dude, Anne, go take care of the dog. Stop watching us. And I didn't know that Anne was watching us at the time. So that was kind of creepy and weird. But yeah. Um, Natalie, which is one of Del... Um, not Delaney, sorry. Uh, one of obvious friends. Straight up drop kicks Delaney. And she was like bleeding. Like black eye, blood coming out of her mouth. And they kicked... They just kept on kicking and kicking her. So... That's when something got a bit extreme, see? <laughs> um, now, Delaney has these, like, nails, you know? They're very, like, large. They're, like, um, black press-ons. And she strips, scratch that hoe on the ankles. And, like, um... Now, De- Delaney and Alyssa are the only ones with, like, brand-new nails. Except Alyssa's were, like, brand-brand-new. And she cares about her nails, like, more than she cares about her own family, practically. But she, like, grabbed her by the mouth and just, like, threw her across. And, yeah, it's hard to tell who had the upper hand in the fight. But it was insanity. It was absolutely crazy. So, yeah, we that's how me and Avia started hating each other. Now, I don't really know who ended the fight. But a dog came in because I heard someone screaming, Stop! Guys, let's stop the fight! And it sounded kind of like Papa's voice. Now, Papa's not a fighter. Gaiden, most Gaiden and Bailey are most definitely fighters, right? And Delaney. So they were continuing even after Papa yelled stop. Um, I'm assuming it was Papa. Don't really know who though. Wow, I can't even I can't even understand my own friends' voices. But yeah. So uh, um, a dog came in after hearing the stop. It was um Bonnie. It was Bonnie, and he was like barking at all of us, and he looked straight up nipped at um Bailey and Bailey like fell down at this and that's when the whole entire fight stopped because Anne walked in the door and it was like you guys are being so immature right now who cares about who's hacking your phone if you literally care about your phone more than your own friendship and dogs and this hoe did not know what was going on she had no right to speak here and so I straight up told her that I was like Hunty girl, you ain't known what's happening though, fool. And so I was about to drop kick her. She's morbidly FNLB, she would die. But like, um, one tiny pinch and she's gone, you know, dead. Then gone. So I was, I was like, I was gonna be more calm and mature about this, but I was pissed off, you know, I, I was mad. Um, so then Gaiden ran over. He and Bailey are like, uh, also, like, the two best friends of the group. So, yeah, um, he ran over, he rushed over to see if Bailey was okay, and then, um, now, keep in mind, Bailey was right next to the dog, that's why she fell, you know, because the dog nipped at her, and Anne had sent the dog in, or else she just, like, ran after the dog because she was feeding it. And so, when Gaten ran over to Bailey... He grabbed Anne's phone and was like, you think our phones ain't worth nothing? Well, how about this? And just, like, threw her phone right onto the ground. And she started, like, screaming her head off. And was like, why would you do that? You guys are insane. And, um, then we decided to, like, um, scroll through all of her contacts because... That is when it suddenly clicked for me. 
the entire shelter knows each other's contact information. And Anne would say that she doesn't know us, leading Jeremy's mom to believe that she doesn't know us, meaning that it was all Anne telling her all this information because we may be enemies, but she does still work at the shelter nonetheless, meaning that she knows all of all the stuff that we know. She was in on the entire plan, and you could clearly see her, like, talking to Jeremy's mom. Um, it was crazy. It was actually insanity. Like, absolutely. Now, you would think that me and Avia became friends after that, since it was all just a big misunderstanding. Nope, we're petty. Both of us are petty, I honestly. So, yeah, we still hate each other to this very day. So, um, yeah. It was at that point, we were just, like, done with this entire best. We were done with this whole drama. Um, okay, so, um, we just decided to go back, get back to work after that. Gaiden still had Anne's phone. Anne was just, like, kind of silent. You know that she knew we found out about what she'd been doing with Jeremy's mom. So, anyway, uh, I If you think that drama ends there, it does for the whole Jeremy's mom situation. But, there's a new thing. So, you know how I was kind of, like, a little bit sus of that toy that Sarah had been carrying around? Turns out that that wasn't even the exact same toy it was a whole different toy that looked exactly like his and i was like what i don't remember getting two toys that look exactly the same maybe jeremy or ann ann or ruth or maybe someone else did it and so i asked my friends who had gotten a separate toy that looked exactly like that one that Sarah Hunt already had. And everyone's like, no, we didn't do that. I even took the liberty of asking Anne, even though she hated us. And we hated her. I, she, we have every right to hate her. So, uh, yeah. I eventually decided, okay, well, it has to be Avia then. But Avia's not talking to me. And then, um... I just heard a growl. Like a really loud one. That a volcano eruption? Anyway, I just saw something weird. Looks like a volcano eruption in the sky. But yeah, there's like smoke in the sky. It's kind of like went up. Anyway, that was random. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, I um, looked around for Sauerkraut's original toy. Uh, Honestly, I gave Sauerkraut the toy he was already chewing on. Let him play with it and let him have it. Uh, eventually, though, I did find the original red toy that had all, um, that had, like, all the original mud stains on it. But I was like, okay, that's weird. Why would this one have mud stains in the exact same spot? It's like someone trying to, like, frame Sauerkraut or something. Or maybe doing something with this other toy. And then I was like, wait, hold on. This mud, quote-unquote mud, that's on the fraud toy, that's not the exact same toy that Sauerkraut took out with him. So we'll call this fake red toy the one that, not the original, we'll call it Red 2. So, um, the mud that was all over Red 2, the whole entire reason he found Sauerkraut was all because of the very specific, um, splotches of mud. So the red that was all over, um, Red sorry, the mud that was all over Red 2's, um, was powdery instead of just, like, 
dry and wet. Dry and wet. What's wrong with me? I don't even know. Dry, but it looks like it's been, like, melting down and wet, you know? Like, how much should? Of course, obviously, duh. But, um... I instantly recognized this as the exact same sketchy blue powder that Anne had. I was like, okay, why is Anne putting blue powder and, like, different types of powder, different kinds of powder all over all these other toys? And I was like, Anne, I know I already asked you about this here toy, but uh, why is your powder on it? This is, like, the exact same powder that was on your desk before. You own this powder, you have it. Uh, and she was like, I guess I might have spilled it. And I was like, okay, sure, hon. In the exact same, like, the exact same way that makes it look exactly the same as it did when Sauerkraut had gone missing the first time, I really doubt that. I don't think so. I was like, dude, actually, Anne, you've been working against us because we are in a tiny little bit of drama. We get into petty little fights every day. But that's it. That's all that it is. And... Yeah, you're trying to, like, hack and delete our accounts. To this day, our accounts are still getting deleted. Um, and so, like, tell us about this blue powder. You know, we already know that you're sketchy. We know that you're, like, hating us and working against us. But if you could tell us about this blue powder, I'd really appreciate that. Obviously, that didn't work. She told me absolutely nothing. So I did a bit more investigating. This time, I only told Papa... Papa and Gaiden. Because, like I said, I knew that they were most definitely not involved in any scandals. They just wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't be. Brayden is, like, this one guy. Probably filled with, like, a million secrets. He just is not the type to betray his friends, right? You know, he may seem like an immature little toddler all the time. But, like, most of the time. Every second of every day, but he does have his little moments where he's like a genuinely like good trusting friend You can trust with like the most valuable secretive information in the entire world I literally once had him work as a spy for me And he did not say a single thing about how he used to be a spy and pretending to be my ex-enemy's friend for like a year maybe even two and uh, and we were just, like, using him as a source of information. And that's kind of, like, how we became, like, best friends. Like, we were friends before when we used him for information. But, like, we became, like, best friends after that. Because I realized, okay, this dude is loyal. I, he is trustworthy. Trustworthy. Um, uh, but only trustworthy to his friends. He, he leaks information when he hates somebody. And that's exactly what he did one day. The day we became very best friends when he leaked my enemy's information. To the whole entire school, and obviously not anything, like, personal, but just, like, some dumb, lame secrets, like, who her crush was, like, you know, just dumb stuff like that that no one really cares about. I was sixth grade, I, sixth grade, actually, no, fourth grade, yeah, fourth grade, so yeah, anyway, completely unrelated, random little story about how Brayden and I became best friends. So anyway, me and Papa are just, like, really close, and I know that he's just the type to, like, not tell, you know? I, like, he's just that type of guy. He might make jokes about telling someone, like, what famous celebrity you like today, you know? But, like, he never really does, you know? He doesn't care about exposing anybody or telling any secrets. I just did a cartwheel while holding the, um, thing, the mic, so sorry if that sounded weird. Yeah, I, anyway... Uh, so, um, I knew that I could tell him about this. And so we all just decided to do a little bit of investigating. Uh, 
we had like this. So, Gaden is so gay, he knows about all the makeup brands. I, uh, oh, oh, this is random, but I put, I put two, two cute little pink scrunchies and a bow in Braden's hair, in Gaden's hair, and he walked around school like that the entire recess. Whole entire break, he was wearing two bows, sorry, wearing two scrunchies and a bow in, in his hair, and wearing pigtails, I, straight up. Anyway, that was random. Okay, but yeah, that happened like a day after that. So, yeah, but anyway. So, um, uh, yeah, I decided to do some investigating. And he said, like I said, he knows about all the makeup brands. He was like, yo, Pixie, you know what? We can, like, use some of your, like, makeup and stuff, your foundation, to find fingerprints. And I was like, Brayden, come on. Gaden, dude, that only happens in movies, you fool. But we tried it out. It kind of worked a little bit. You could see Ruth's fingerprints. You could see, um... Like, Jeremy's, but other fingerprints were just, like, random, most likely Anne's. But, um, you know, that was all that really happened. So, eventually, Papa found some more of the powder. This time it was green. Uh, Gaden found purple powder and purple and black powder, and I found orange powder. So, we had green, purple, black, and orange. We did not have all know what any of this powder was. But we knew that Anne was hiding it, so that was weird. I, okay, so that was very sketchy. You know? We're like, mm, Anne, you doing something illegal in here? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, we decided to um, look, and we basically just, like, brought it, brought it to, um, we were going to bring it to Obvious Grandpa, but instead, because, you know, he's, like, a scientist guy, but instead I gave it... I handed it over to Jeremy, not telling him about the whole plan, but, um, to find out what, what the sketchy powder was, but yeah, anyway, um, I, he has a mechanic grandpa, obviously nothing like a scientist, but, like, you know, I guess he can try and find out something about this, so all he said was that, um, it was, in fact, poisonous, so, I'm not saying that Anne tried to poison the dogs, okay, I, she could have been doing that unintentionally, like putting it where they would bite and stuff. She may not have known that. But what she was trying to do was trick us somehow. Because it turns out that it had food coloring in it, but it was not food coloring, obviously. Like, duh. And so we were like, what is this, like, Kool-Aid powder maybe? Powder maybe? And he was like, nope, it's not Kool-Aid powder. Now, I don't really know because I'm not, like, a professional. Um, and this, I'm just Jeremy's dad. But, um... You know, but, like, all I can tell you is that, like, there's some poisonous stuff in there, but there's also, like, uh, some, like, food coloring, weirdly, and, yeah, it's just a mess, and we were like, oh, yeah, that most definitely is a mess. So, we decided to act like we knew what was happening, except it was actually just me going there, because Anne does not yet know at all that, like, I told uh, my two friends, Gaden and Papa. So anyway, yeah, uh, I walked over to Anna and I was all like, so why do you have food coloring and some poisonous stuff in here? And she was like, dude, that's not even poisonous. It's just like a, a little bit of green ivy, some food coloring. Um, it's not like there's anything actually bad in there. I was like, ooh, what if you put like some, what if some other plants like rubbed off in the green ivy that you put in here. And she was like, dude, why are you even being a creep about it? I was like, to be fair, I am being a creep. But yo, you could have killed the dogs, okay? I, I, run a, I ran a test through this. Obviously, I didn't run a test. Jeremy's dad did, but anyway. Uh, 
see, we did some pretty, pretty professional tests, you know, and now, and hunty, you have some poisonous stuff in here, and she, at that point, she just looked worried, she was like, dude, what, oh my god, give it to me, and so she came back, like, a day later, and she was all like, yep, you're right, this is poisonous, um, and so I was like, okay, well, why are you putting it everywhere? And all over the dog toys and stuff, dog toys. And she was all like, you know what, listen, if you're going to just keep going off about it, fine, I'll tell you. It's supposed to be something that a friend gave to me, okay? I It was just to, like, overall help the dogs with complexion and, like, make their teeth sharper. I was like, okay, I'm not buying this at all make their teeth sharper and she and she was all like yeah because the scent attracts them to the stuff and uh i was like and come on, why are you lying to me is it really that bad dude and she was all like no it's not bad at all i'm literally telling you the truth and i was like okay whatever you say Anne. still very obviously clearly skeptical about all this and uh so we decided to do a bit more in-depth research uh, as long as Anne promised that she wouldn't put any more of that stuff anywhere near our dogs. And she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'd, I'm not going to anyway. I just found out it's poisonous. You guys, like, help me to realize that's poisonous. And, and we were like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and so, yeah. Then, just, like, a week later, we saw this, like, it was like this gray powder. And I was like, oh my god, Anne, why would you do this again? So, yeah. Um, now, let me tell you what the gray powder was doing on Toad's bone. We don't know. We actually don't have an answer for that one yet. We are actually on the case. In fact, right now, I should probably stop, quit the podcast and look. But, you know, we don't know why that was on Toad's um, bone. But I did a little bit more in-depth, like, research. Not even research. I just examined uh, the toys a bit. And it turns out that I... The exact bone that I had found before when Starcraft had gone missing, not Red 2, the other bone, the phony, the fake one, but um, the, the real one that I had found when Starcraft first went missing was actually Red 2... And that was not mud, and we just had a lucky shot at that, okay? I, so I was like, wait a sec, hold on. So, she wasn't trying to, like, replicate the mud on Sauerkraut's, like, thing. So, how did the all the real mud get all, like, all over Sauerkraut's bone in that exact same order? And, see, because... The, um, Red 2 had a label, um, that said the bone's name on it. Um, no, I think it said, like, PetSmart or something. I don't know. It had, an, like, a little label on the bottom of it. Uh, it was, like, a plastic part engraved. Like, it was just, like, a little part engraved in the plastic bone. Um, but the original one didn't. And I specifically remember seeing that exact same plastic engravement when I was looking at the original bone. So I was looking at powder that whole entire time, thinking that it was all mud. It was not. 
So I wondered how the mud got in that exact pattern. It was a trap. Okay, it feels like an entire thriller or horror movie or something like that, but it ain't. I okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Uh. I. I decided Anne is trying to do something here. She's trying to play with my brain. But yeah, see, it has two dots that are, like, kind of uneven um, on uh, in the middle of it. And then there's just, like, this one really long splatch that goes from the beginning of the bone to the end of the bone, the plastic bone. Um, and that somehow looked exactly, almost exactly on point, perfectly, uh, the same as, uh, the other one, Red 2, which was obviously fake mud, and so I looked closer, that was not mud at all, it was food coloring, so it was not the exact same, uh, powder, but it was food coloring, meaning that that was probably, most likely, the food coloring that was inside of the poisonous thing, so there could have been, like, absolutely zero food poisoning, sorry, not food poisoning, food coloring, I meant to say, anyway, uh, yeah, so there could have been, like, zero food coloring in the one that, uh, Jeremy's dad originally had looked at, and it could have been all just poison, straight up poison, once again, I'm not at all 100% not saying that, and did it on purpose. And she said something about how her friend got it for her. I don't have all the details yet, but there is something sketchy going on. That's all I have for now. Peace.